everyone, and welcome to the Rise with the Light podcast. My name is Susan Fink, and this is my weekly podcast dedicated to supporting families raising children with special needs. I'm on a mission to provide hope and positivity through sharing my personal insights, stories, mindset perspectives, and ways to navigate through this journey. Let's get started. for joining me. And I want to first mention, if any of this is resonating with you, if any of these episodes so far are resonating with you, make sure that you subscribe so that you don't miss another episode. And if you know another parent who has a child with autism or special needs, please share this podcast with them. I really appreciate that you're listening and I appreciate all of your shares. I've received so many kind messages about how this podcast is helpful. And that really is my mission to help other people with what they're going through basically sharing my personal stories and my personal perspectives. And if I can just touch one life, that is really what matters to me. And it seems like I'm touching more than one life, which is just absolutely amazing. And I just really appreciate that you're listening today. I want to jump right into this topic because this is very close to my heart and something that I had to go through and work through. And we're going to get a bit deep here. So bear with me here. This is going to be a pretty heavy episode about grief. And it's not about grieving something that you had, but it's actually grieving something that you never had. So it's basically grieving the fantasy. Grieving isn't just about losing something that you had, but something that maybe you wish you had or that you never had. And all of these feelings that come with grief, sadness, pain, loss, anger, depression, loneliness, All of these feelings that come with grief are the same. Whether you had something or you didn't have something, there really isn't a difference between the feelings, right? So we have to still grieve, maybe something that we never had or something that we're never going to have. To me, this is called a fantasy. And I actually had to work through this with my therapist. We talked through a lot about the fantasies that I had about my son. And I had to let go of those fantasies. And now this is a process. This is not something that easily happens. At least for me, it wasn't easy for me to let go or to change the way that I was thinking. But I had to recognize that what I was wishing for, what I had hoped for to be was actually a fantasy. It wasn't going to happen. And I had to grieve it. I had to grieve that loss. And at the end of the day, it is a loss. It was a loss for me. And I'm not saying that in a negative way, like I lost something that I've always wanted. It's not necessarily that. It's just that I was thinking about this vision. I had this vision of what my family was going to look like. I had this vision of what my son was going to be like. And that vision, those hopes, those dreams, those wishes ultimately are my fantasy. They are not reality. So I had to distinguish between the two and really become very aware of what my thoughts were and what those fantasies were. So I'll stop right there. Do you relate to this? Do you feel like you need to let go of what you never had? Do you need to let go of this fantasy? And letting go of what we thought it was going to be or what we wished it would be, and when we think about the way that our lives would be like, we don't always recognize that they are fantasies. So we almost have to be acutely aware, very, very, very aware of our thoughts 
and very aware of how we're thinking and distinguishing between the two. Is this what I wish for? Is this my fantasy? Or is this actually what is true? And when we get stuck in these fantasies, it can cause frustration, anger, anxiety, just disappointment. It's not healthy. And I know for me, I was comparing my reality with my fantasy, and that is just not healthy at all. It leads to so many negative emotions, and we are not in the present. We are not there in the moment. So are you dealing with this? Do you find that you are stuck in a fantasy in your mind? Do you find that you wished for things to be different when you know that they won't be different? Do you need to let that go? So when I was working with my therapist about this, my mind was just blown. I never really heard this concept of grieving something that I never had. Grieving something that I wished things would be like. And grieving that loss, the loss of my fantasy. So I'll be honest here, this is my story. These are things that I was thinking. So when I found out that I was pregnant and I was going to be a mom and I learned that he was a boy, I was just so excited. I had all these fantasies and wishes and hopes for what he would be like. I envisioned everything would be okay. I thought he would play sports like I did. I thought he would be able to call me mommy. I thought he would mimic me and say the things that I was saying. I thought he would try to eat off my plate. I thought he would say things to me. I thought he would talk. Some of these things are just pretty basic, but when you have a child with autism, you realize that these things are not always possible. You know, I thought he was going to be social like me. I'm a social butterfly. I thought he'd be able to make friends. I thought he would want to play with other kids. I thought he would just naturally gravitate to understanding social cues. So many things I fantasized about. So many things I wished for my son and envisioned for him. See, even though I've let go of these fantasies, it still brings tears to my eyes thinking about those moments that I was in, those wishes, those fantasies, the things I hoped for for my son. But then let's switch to the reality. The reality is none of this happened. He didn't do the things that I thought he would do. He couldn't do the things that I wished for, the things that I envisioned. He didn't call me mommy for many years. He wasn't able to put sentences together. He wasn't able to even say many words. He didn't play with other kids. He has a hard time socially. He would have these incredibly difficult and physical meltdowns because he wasn't able to communicate, sometimes hitting me and pulling my hair and trying to rip my eyes out. And he was just so frustrated because he couldn't communicate. He's had a lot of language delays. And so he doesn't always understand what I'm saying. He doesn't really care much to play with other kids. He didn't do any pretend play until really recently. And he doesn't understand social cues. And because of his speech delays, other kids are not patient with him. So he's usually left behind and other kids don't include him in playtime. And my heart breaks about those things. So the difference between my fantasy and what I had wished for and what I envisioned for my son is very different than the reality. Do you resonate with this? Do you relate to this? Did you have thoughts about what your child was going to be like and now are faced with a very completely different reality? Have you let go? Have you let go of that fantasy? Have you grieved the loss? Have you grieved the loss of what you haven't had? Have you grieved the loss of what won't be? Taking the time to do that is so important for your own health and mental well-being and the way that you live your life and the way that you face the world that you are living in, the reality that you're living in. 
And like I mentioned, when we hold on to the fantasy, when we haven't let it go, it can cause frustration, anger, anxiety, disappointment, so many emotions that we don't need to go through. So many emotions that we don't have to respond to if we have dealt with the fantasy, if we have grieved it. And I've fallen into this trap. I've been frustrated, stressed, angry, disappointed. I've been all of those things. And I was doing that to myself. I was doing that to myself because I kept holding on to what I wished for and what my fantasy was. And I was comparing my reality with my son to that fantasy. And my expectations were completely all over the place. How can I set expectations on something I wished for in my fantasy when that is not the reality? I had to figure out how to deal with these feelings and how to grieve this loss of something I never had and how to let it go. Let it go so it doesn't affect you anymore. Let it go so it doesn't hurt you anymore. Let it go so that your expectations are level set and that you're living in the reality. And when I'm thinking about things I wished I had that I know will not necessarily happen, it's painful. Fantasizing creates pain for me. It creates pain because what I was thinking and what I wish for is not happening. It's not real in the moment. It's not actually happening. It's not reality. It's like I'm torturing myself about something that just isn't true. Do you get that? Are you doing that to yourself? Are you torturing yourself? Are you in pain because of your own thoughts? Are you in pain because of things that you're not able to let go of? This fantasy creates pain because it creates a difference. It creates a separation. It creates a separation between what is real and something else in the future or something else that is your imagination, something else that is something that you wished for that just won't happen. And maybe it will happen. I'm talking in generalities, right? Maybe some things that you are wishing for will happen. But that separation between fantasy and reality creates that pain. So how do we bridge that gap? What do you do with the fantasy? It's not like we can turn this fantasy off. It's not like a light switch, right? You just turn it off and it's done. That really isn't realistic. The first step is really knowing the difference, recognizing your fantasies, recognizing what you need to let go of. Being aware of your thoughts helps you move forward with letting go. Awareness of what you're saying in your mind is so important to be able to move forward and manage your emotions, to be able to be present, to understand the difference between the two. That is the first step. And this takes intention. You have to really be aware and intentional about what you're thinking about and not let yourself go down this rabbit hole and go down these emotions and just frivolously lose control. You have to get control over your mind. Be aware of what you're thinking about. That is the first step, understanding the difference between the two. Pause, think about what you're thinking about. Is it reality or fantasy? When I'm having these fantasies, when I'm wishing that things were different, or when I'm wishing that my son could put sentences together, and when I'm wishing my son could talk to me and, you know, just have an easier time, when I'm wishing my son had aspirations to make friends and to be with other people, when I'm wishing my son could understand these social cues and I didn't have to help him or train him on these things, that's when I have to pause. I have to realize that I'm wishing for these things. These are fantasies. I have to let this go because this is not the reality that I'm living in. Are you with me? The first step is understanding the difference. When you identify what the fantasy is and your thought process, switch it around. Turn your thoughts into saying a positive affirmation to yourself. So you can do this out loud. You can write it down. You can just think it. Taking that moment to pause, identifying that this is a fantasy, and then say something positive, a positive affirmation. Thank you for what I have today. 
What I have is beautiful. Thank you for the progress that he's made. Thank you for the gift that you've given me, this beautiful, healthy boy, this beautiful, healthy girl. Thank you for all the gifts that autism brings. Thank you for giving me strength. I am strong. There are so many positive affirmations that you can say to yourself in this moment that will help you get through this fantasy, that will help you let go of the fantasy that you have. And think through that fantasy. Think through those wishes. What are you thinking about? Is it serving you well right now? Is it helping you in this moment? Play that fantasy forward. Play that tape forward. If this fantasy and the way that you're thinking is not serving you well, is not helping you, then you've got to let it go. And if you're the praying type, I am a Christian, so I do pray. You can also pray in this moment. Identify the fantasy and then pray about it. You can say something like, please let me pay attention to right now. Let me stop fantasizing. I'm thankful for my son, my daughter. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for whatever it is that you're thankful for. Turning it into positive gratitude, positive affirmations, and praying and letting it go. And this kind of helps pop that bubble of fantasy and halts that thought so you don't go down this negative rabbit hole in the way that you're thinking. Focusing on what is right in front of you is so important in this moment. If you are in a very challenging situation and you're having these thoughts, I mean, I personally have gone through a lot of very challenging moments with my son, especially when he would have physical meltdowns and he would be physically violent toward me because he just couldn't communicate. I understand why he does these things and learning so much about him. But in those moments, I would have these thoughts. I would have these fantasy thoughts. I would have these wishes of, oh, I wish things were different. I wish, you know, he wouldn't do this. I wish he could talk. I wish he would, could communicate. I wish he could understand me. All these wishes, right? Was that helping me in the moment? Were those thoughts serving me and serving him well? No, it was only making it worse. It was making it more painful. So how do we reframe ourselves in that moment? In those moments, stop, stop the thinking, understand that this is wishful thinking, that these are things that you have to let go of. And even in the toughest moments, pause, take a breath, identify what you can be grateful for in this moment. In my situation, I would have to say, okay, this meltdown only took 30 minutes versus an hour. That is a win. That's a win for us. That's a great thing. And that's something that instead of saying, oh, this took 30 minutes, it's like, no, I'm grateful. I'm grateful this only took 30 minutes. I'm grateful he was able to work through these things in 30 minutes versus an hour. I'm grateful that I could be there for him. I'm grateful I am here and present, that I could help him, that we could push past this. So focus on the influence that you're making on your child. Focus on the help and the advocacy and the love and care that you're giving your child. Focus on that. Be in the moment. Be present. Stop the wishful thinking. There's no sense in thinking about those things. You have to let them go. So in those difficult moments, reframe yourself. Be thankful. Do some positive affirmations. Focus on the influence you're making. Focus on the things that you're able to do in that moment. What do you have control over right now in that moment? What can you do to be helpful, to be loving, to be supportive? Even if it's just sitting there waiting, I've had to do that. While my son was having his different meltdowns and different challenges, I basically had to sit and wait. And we'd be out in public and he'd have a really difficult time and I would just sit there and wait with him. I didn't care everybody was looking at me. I didn't care that people were questioning what was going on and I'm sure people had thoughts in their own head. I don't care. I am sitting there waiting patiently for my son 
helping him if I can. Sometimes I couldn't. Sometimes I just had to wait. And of course, make sure that he's safe and make sure that, you know, nothing is going to happen to him and protect him. But wait. And while you're waiting, be very aware of what you're thinking. And if you start going down this fantasy and these thoughts of your fantasies and what you wish would be different or what you wish would happen, let it go. Be in the moment. Focus on what you can do in the moment. Focus on your influence. Now, I'm not saying to just not acknowledge your feelings at all. That is absolutely not what I'm saying. When you are in those moments, train yourself to deal with it right then and there. But you may not be able to deal with your actual emotions right then and there. So have you ever set time aside to think? This is something my therapist actually helped me do, and it was very cathartic for me. She basically was like, okay, if you're having a thought, write it down and put it away. Like take a post-it note, write it down and set it aside. Literally put it on a shelf somewhere. Set that thought aside, put it away, and come back to it when you've scheduled time to think through it. When I'm having a thought, when I'm having a fantasy, when I'm thinking wishful thoughts or what-if thoughts or whatever those thoughts would be, set it aside, put it on a shelf. And you can do this in your mind if you're not a physical person, but it really helped me to be physical and write things down. Put it aside. Set time in your day to actually deal with those thoughts. So once you've set that time aside, and it's like five or 10 minutes, don't set an hour. We want to be able to compartmentalize these thoughts, put them aside and set time to actually deal with them and to think through them. After you've written it down and you've come back to it, think about what you wrote. Ask yourself, is this a fantasy? Is this reality? If it's a fantasy, do something with it to get rid of it, to let it go. And for me, physically writing it down, like I said, And then either ripping it up or burning it or shredding it or whatever you need to do to that piece of paper and that thought, whatever that is, give it away, get rid of it. The physical action of doing that to that thought really helped me let things go. And I had to do this a lot, especially in the beginning when I was retraining my brain, was retraining my brain to compartmentalize my thoughts. And now I can actually do that in my mind. I can kind of set things up on a shelf and I can envision what I'm doing with my thoughts. And so I can come back to it and then identify it and quickly be able to say, okay, yes, this is fantasy. This is reality. Okay, fantasy. I'm done with it. Move it away. Give it away. Say my positive affirmations. Imagine myself crumpling up the paper and throwing it away. I can do a lot of that in my head now, but it took practice for me and I had to do it physically. And that physical action was so cathartic for me. So set time aside. And like I said, I'm not saying to totally ignore these feelings. These are real feelings. And like we talked about grieving, you really have to acknowledge those feelings, but you also have to learn how to cope with them. How do you let them go? How do you acknowledge it? How do you identify what's real and what's fantasy and then let it go? So give yourself that time. That time doesn't have to happen in the moment. It doesn't have to happen in the middle of what's going on. You can set time aside to address those feelings and then work through them to let them go. If you look up grieving in general, there is a process for grieving and there are things that you can do to help you with grieving. And again, grieving the loss of something you didn't have is pretty much the same of grieving something that you did have. So the process can work for you in this type of situation, grieving something that you never had, grieving the fantasy. So here are some things that you can look up anywhere, really, and think about how you can handle grief. And this one is a big one. Give yourself time. 
Grieving the loss of something, even if it's the loss of something you never had, doesn't happen overnight. Be patient with yourself. Give yourself time. Practice. Practice grieving. Accept your feelings. Acknowledge your feelings. And know that there is a process to grieve this. Know that there is a way to let this go. Talk to other people. If you have a network of people who care about you, talk to them. If you need a support group to talk to other like-minded people, other parents who have children with autism or special needs, people that you trust, go there, find that support group. Let out your feelings and let them go. Realize that you are not alone in this. You are not alone. So many people, including myself, are dealing with these thoughts. We're dealing with how to grieve what we didn't have. So I get it. Reach out to me. If you need support, DM me. Contact me on Instagram at SusanFink.Rise. Let me know. You are not alone. And I think that's comforting. It's comforting to know that these are normal things that you're going through. But there is a way out. There is a way to let them go. There is a way to deal with these emotions and grieve them and let them go. Take care of yourself. Meditate, exercise. What are the things that you do to get your feelings out? What are the things that you do to help boost up those endorphins in your mind? When I was angry, when I was dealing with all of these things, especially in the beginning when my son was diagnosed or when I already saw the signs of what was going on, I was angry. You know, I was grieving. I was sad. I was angry. I was frustrated, all those things. So I took up a kickboxing class. I needed to punch something. I needed to kick something. I needed to get that anger out. I needed to get this emotion out. So do that. Take care of yourself. What are the things that work for you? Exercise for me helps me meditating, journaling, praying, focusing on gratitude, focusing on words of affirmation, being present. Those are some of the things that help me, that take care of myself, to help me be able to be strong in my mindset, to be strong in my state of mind for my son and for me, to be healthier, to be happier, to not get caught up in these wishful thoughts, to not get caught up in this fantasy that I know is not going to happen. What are some things that you're passionate about? Are you able to pick up another hobby or pick up a hobby that you haven't done before? Redirect your energy. Redirect your thoughts. Do something for someone else. I find that if I'm of service to someone else, I get out of my own head. I feel better. And I'm helping other people at the same time. So what can you do that will help you make a shift? What can you do to help you let go, to move forward, to accept what is reality and to deal with that? to move forward, to let go of your fantasy and accept the reality that you're in and love the reality that you're in, to identify those amazing moments, to be positive even in some of the most difficult times. And I get it, trust me. Things have not been easy. They have been difficult. They have been stressful. I've been full of anger and fear and worry and so many things. But don't let the thoughts of fantasy, don't let the thoughts of wishful thinking, don't let the thoughts of what if thinking, don't let these thoughts of being stuck in your fantasy of what you thought things were going to be like, make things worse. It will just make things worse. Let them go. And that's it for this episode. This was a really hard one for me to write about. And it was a really hard one for me to record. I actually had to pause this a few times because I was tearing up and, you know, thinking back on some of these moments. It's not easy and I get it. Is this something that you're facing? Let me know. 
If you need help or someone to talk to or someone to relate to, let me know. And if you'd like to shoot me a message, DM me at susanfink.rise on Instagram. I really would love to hear from you. So I hope that this has helped you. I hope that what I'm doing here and just pouring out my heart to you and talking about some of these difficult topics is helpful for you. That really is my mission. And if this resonates with you, please subscribe to this podcast and also share this podcast. If you know another parent who is going through these things, if you know another parent who has a child with autism or special needs, please share this podcast with them so that we can help more people. And as you know, my mission is to help as many people as I can, and I cannot do that without you. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sharing this podcast to help other people. And until next time, I appreciate, I empathize, and I am here for you. And we can do this.